Hey, Bob here, and welcome back to the Your Virtual Upline Podcast, where we give network marketers the mindset, strategies, and skills that you need to build the business and life of your dreams. Hey, Bob here. Welcome back to the show, episode 206, another Biz Tip Friday. Today, I am going to be sharing with all of you my number one business growth strategy for 2021. If you truly want to see major progress in your business this year, I am telling you, you must focus on this thing. So hey, listen, Happy New Year, everyone. This is my first episode of the year that I'm recording. So I hope all of you had an incredible holiday season, and I hope you've entered into 2021 energized and refreshed and ready to truly make this your breakthrough year. And as always, as your virtual upline, you know that's my goal is to help you make that a reality in your business. So with that being said, here is my number one business growth strategy for 2021 is to create an experience experience for your new customers and team members that is so good that they can't help but get the results that they want. I am here to tell you the reason why many of you have been struggling in your business is because you have been focusing way too much time at getting customers and getting new recruits and not enough time thinking about what actually happens once they buy or join from you. What I want you to do in 2021 is shift your focus from transactions to transformations. See, there is a very big difference between those two things. People that are focused on transactions are focused on their own personal results. They spend all of their time on the front-end activities of their business, doing things like attraction marketing, creating content for social media, personally selling and recruiting, but they spend very little time and attention on the back-end support systems and experience that they create for these people once they buy or join to help them actually get results. See, what I am urging you to do in 2021 is focus less time on your own results and start obsessing over other people's results. Look, this is in essence what we teach with this thing we have called love, serve, grow, having a service mindset, which is focusing on other people's needs before your own. See, the reason why we talk a lot about this concept of the hobbyist role that a lot of you have self-identified with and said, Bob, yes, that's the reason why I'm struggling. I've been a hobbyist. See, here's the thing about hobbyists. They have a very transactional mindset to their business. Right, They're constantly just focusing on that next recruit, that next customer, and they're just expecting that people should be able to go out and do it the way that you've done it, only the problem is is that they can't, they won't. And if your business looks like this, 
You've got a bunch of people, a bunch of customers that is that have bought from you maybe one or two times, but that's it. And now you have to constantly go out and find new customers to prop up your volume and replace the ones that have left. Or you're constantly recruiting new people, but none of them seem to be able to have the kind of success that you have. It's probably because you've had a transactional mindset in your business. And when this is the case, here's what happens. We wind up getting caught on this treadmill every month of having to recreate the same results over and over and over again. And look, you've heard me say this. That's not a business. That is a job. See, when you have a transactional mindset, you're just thinking about conversions. You know, you're thinking about that next check that you're going to get from from making a sale or, or getting that next recruit. But the problem is this. You never will grow an actual real business that gives you freedom in your life thinking about transactions and conversions. You can make money doing that and you can create personal results, but you'll never get the big results that you're looking for. See, this year, here's my challenge to you. Focus on relationships and transformation, not transactions and conversions. See, transactions is short-term thinking. Transformation and relationships is long-term thinking. See, I want you this year to start obsessing over this question. How can you create an environment and an experience for your customers and team members that is so good that it's literally almost impossible for them to fail. See, because if that becomes your focus, here's what you realize. Your number one sales tool in your business is other people's results, not your own results. And here's the thing you have to understand. Other people's results come as a byproduct of the experience that you create for them when you buy or they buy or join. Look, people are not going to remember what you do and say, but here's what they will never forget, the way that you made them feel. Sometimes creating an experience is just little things, right? But it's being more thoughtful. What happens after somebody joins? See, so many times, and we've all fallen victim of this, right? We've bought an online course. We've joined a membership program. We bought some kind of product or service just based off of the marketing and the selling and somebody else telling us how great that thing is only to buy over and over again and be completely let down when we see that it was an empty promise, that that person or company never delivered on what it was they said they were going to do. See, what I'm telling you is this. People are tired of the hype. They're tired of the canned sales approaches. They're tired of the marketing messages that are you know, shoved down their throat every single day on social media. Look, we're sold these bill of goods from so many people, but there are so few companies out there that can deliver on their promise. And that's the reason why they stand out above and beyond the rest. And what I'm asking you to do, if you want to truly differentiate yourself in your business and in your profession, then you need to start thinking about what I'm talking to you about today. Look, I'll even go so far as to say this. In, 20, in 2021, people don't want information. They don't want to be sold and marketed to. They want results. They want their life to be improved or enhanced or made better by a product or a business. See, if what you create can actually deliver on that, if the experience you create when somebody buys your product, and look, I get it. You're like, but Bob, my product is great. But here's the problem. It's not great if they don't use it. 
it's not great if you don't put in place the systems for education and accountability and support and actually get them to take the product to get the results you want. And I get it, Bob, our compensation plan is amazing. It's the best in the profession. It ain't that great if somebody doesn't know how to use it and they don't make any money. If they join and immediately get overwhelmed and feel lost and alone and never do anything and fail. It doesn't matter how much money your company pays out. It doesn't matter how many scientific studies you have backing whatever it is you're selling them. Here's what matters is what happens the moment they say yes. See, what I want you to start thinking about is how can you start to be better in that area? See, here's a great analogy for this. I want you to start thinking about moving the finish line past the sale. So here's what I mean. Here's the mentality that most hobbyists have in our profession is that they do all the hard work on the front end until they make a sale or get a recruit. And then it's like they, whether it's actual or just mentally, they take their foot off the gas and they kind of just coast from there. See, the finish line, if you truly want to do what I'm teaching you, the finish line is not the sale. That's the starting line. Look, I got news for you. The real work isn't getting them to buy or getting them to join. The real work is what you do once they buy or join. Now, I know some of you struggle with that because you're like, Bob, I work so hard to get them to buy or join. But what I'm asking you to think about is maybe it's because you haven't been thinking about what you do the right way. See, if you move the finish line from the sale to the transformation. So I want you to think about it like this. You know, here, great analogy is world-class sprinters. Like one of the things that a world-class sprinter, the 40-yard dash, right? We all, we've all seen like the Olympics. That's the, the, the exciting race where they're like, they're out of the gates and they're all running neck to neck and they're stretching at the very end to try to get just a slight millimeter edge. And maybe sometimes that, that stretch that they take is, is the, what makes the difference as they run through the tape. But here's one of the first things Olympic sprinters learn, that the finish line is not the tape. They actually run to a finish line that's five yards past the tape. See, they run through the finish line. Visually, for them, the finish line is not the tape. It's five yards beyond it. Now, how does that apply to our business? The tape is the sale. The transformation and getting someone a result is the real finish line I want you to shoot for. I want you to stop obsessing over making the sale and start obsessing over helping that person solve the problem that they had when they first bought your product. See, people don't buy products and opportunities. They buy solutions to problems. Your friends and family are not sitting around saying, hey, I wish I had something else to buy. I wish I had a business I could start. I've got so much free time. No, they have a problem, right? They're overweight. They don't have energy. Their skin is bad. They don't feel confident. They've got stomach issues. They don't have enough time. They don't have enough money. They don't have a sense of meaning or purpose in their life. They're financially stressed out. They have a problem that you present something in the way of your products or business that they think is a solution. And they don't join because they want to start a business. They join because they think your business can help make their life better. They buy your product because they want the end result that they think your product can give them. So if we start moving the finish line to the actual result and we start judging our success not by making the sales, like I feel real good, Bob. I recruited 20 people. Okay, great. How many of those 20 people actually got a customer, actually got their first team member? Because I'll tell you this, the 20 people may get you a nice commission check this month, but that's not going to build you a long-term sustainable business that gives you freedom. Here's the number I want to know. How many people every single month are you helping get results? 
That is the number one leading indicator that will get you there. So we have to start thinking about results. We have to start thinking about what are the things that we can do to help ourselves be better in this area. Let me share with you three things. Here's number one. The number one thing that I know of that you can do to help create a better experience for your customers and recruits are put in place systems that help facilitate transformation. Look, the thing is this. If you can systematize your business, if you can build in, if you can build a process in place that number one, helps people identify first and foremost the problem that they have that your products and business can solve because you can't solve a problem unless you help someone determine what it is in the first place. So you've got to create a system that number one identifies what are the problems that our products and business can help someone solve. And let's put together a process of finding out and identifying those problems in our new customers and team members. So that's the first part. But here's the second part. You've got to think through from the moment that somebody joins or buys, what is the experience from them? Are you, number one, overwhelming them with too much information? See, this is one of the number one things that leaders do that creates a really bad experience is the moment someone joins, we literally just like download them every video training document adding them to Facebook groups. Like we just give them so much stuff and what immediately happens is that's not a good experience for them. They start feeling overwhelmed. They don't know where to start, right? They start getting the experience that your business is gonna take a lot of time. They start becoming unsure. To create a good experience, you need a very simple, well-thought-out, structured onboarding process for not only new team members, but also for new customers. People say, wait, I need an onboarding process for customers? Yes. What good is it if somebody buys your product on some sort of a sales pitch, but they never actually follow through to take it or they never understand why they need to take it or they don't have somebody there to hold them accountable for taking it? You say, well, wait a minute, Bob, you hold customers accountable? Yes. Why not? Look, they bought it for a reason. You know they have a problem. They need somebody that cares enough to take a stand for them to help them follow through. Most people have really bad follow through in their lives. They need you. They've given you permission by buying from you to do that. So put systems in place that helps your entire team do this. Don't rely on the talents and the abilities of the individual that's sold. You've got to create systems when you're thinking about the finish line being someone else's result that needs to be the mantra that you teach on your team. That's how you have to get your people thinking. You've got to obsess over that back end, right? Remember, it's not when they buy, it's when what happens after they buy. And I'll tell you, little things go a long way when it comes to an experience. What are little things that you can do for your own, when we talk about putting systems together for your team, but what are little things that you can do for your customers, for your new team members? You know, maybe it's just sending them little small handwritten notes to let you know, let them know that you appreciate them. Maybe it's sending them small little reminders about how you're here for them, constantly referencing their problems and their goals and reminding them that you're here to help solve those things for them, right? Little things go a very long way. People are not going to remember what you said and did, but they will remember how you made them feel. Take a stand for people, believe in people, inspire them, encourage them, lead them. That's what they want. They want you to be a leader. Now, you might say, Bob, I don't look at myself as a leader. Well, you better start. 
Because I'm telling you, unless you start looking at yourself that way, other people certainly aren't. And look, one of the number one reasons why people will not follow through is because they don't get that support from someone else to get them there. So that's what I want you to do. Start building in systems. Start thinking more about transformation. Here's the second thing, accountability and support. I'm telling you that your systems that you put in place, they must be hands-on. Way too many people in this profession are, are so passive. They either completely lack systems for training and support. So like after somebody joins, there's, there's no systems for helping them you know, get started and keeping them around and developing them into leaders. There's either no systems at all or the systems are there, but it's a, it's a very hands-off culture of their team. See, people need to be held accountable. They're not buying your product or thing because they want it. They want that result, remember, and they need somebody to help facilitate them. Most people will be afraid. Most people will be unsure. They'll second guess themselves. They'll doubt themselves. So you need to create a culture where people are willing to roll their sleeves up and do the heavy lifting it takes to help them see success, right? Become obsessed with helping them improve their life, get buy-in from them from the very beginning and say, hey, listen, you've got this problem. I want to help you solve it. This is a solution. Can I get your permission to hold you accountable so that we can get you the goal that you want? Have those kinds of conversations with them, right? If it's a customer, check in with them every week and say, hey, how are things progressing, right? Understand that it's going to be a roller coaster ride for your new team members. Check in with them every single day. Give them that encouragement and support. Now, you might say, Bob, that's not scalable, though. I'll tell you this. If you put the systems in place and you teach that as the mentality on your team, it is scalable. But I'll also say this. Do for one person what you wish you could do for everybody. Because maybe you doing it for that one person, that one person may become your next leader. They may become your raving fan that goes out and refers you to a dozen of their friends and family and gets you more customers and more potential partners in the future. Do for one what you wish you could do for many. Little things go a very long way. Now, when it comes to accountability and support, here's one of the best pieces of advice I could give you, especially when it comes to your team members. Change their definition of success. Success is not the outcomes and the results. Success is growth. Have people create a culture that is action-oriented, hold people accountable for doing the work, and have them focus on their own growth over the outcomes of their business. This is what Love, Serve, Grow teaches us. If we can put love at the center of our business and our life, which is really nothing more than believing in ourselves, that gives us the foundation to serve, which is focusing on other people's needs. We extend ourselves past our comfort zone, and in the process of taking that action, we grow. And as we grow, we attract to us what we want as a byproduct. Make your culture about growth change the definition of success and do everything you can to put in place back-end systems for retention and things like leadership development that will keep people motivated, taking action, and feeling good for doing so on your team. So those are the first two. Systems that help facilitate transformation and accountability and support. So the systems are in place and you've got a hands-on mentality for your leaders moving people through the system. The third and the final thing is this. People want community today. Look, the world we live in today, people are craving real connection. They're craving authenticity. And they want to interact with other people that lift them up 
and make them feel better about themselves, right? They want more purpose and meaning in their lives. They want to feel like they're a part of something bigger than themselves, something positive. This is what we need. This is what's not out there in the world today for most of them. Look, what's so interesting is we've never been more connected as a society, but we've never felt more alone in our own lives. And I'm here to tell you, if you can provide these things to your customers and your team members when they first join, watch your customers become lifelong clients and watch your team members become lifers. Now, how do we do this? Well, as a leader, first and foremost, you have to know what do you stand for? What is your vision for your business and your life, right? What is the deeper purpose behind the work that you do? What is the change that you want to see in the world? How do you want the world to be a better place because you said yes to your network marketing company? How do you want to impact other people's lives through your products and your, and your services and your opportunity? See, when you get clear on your vision and you start casting that vision and communicating that vision and you're clear on the values and the priorities and the things that are important to you and your team, and you're saying that over and over again to every new person that joins your business, customer or recruit, here's what happens. You will create a culture of your business that will suck people in and they'll never want to leave. Look, if somebody, if you can connect with somebody on a deeper, more meaningful level, more than just making money and getting the car bonus and hitting a rank, I'm talking about like the big stuff. I'm talking about, you know, like for us, one of the reasons why you probably listen to us is because, you know, we've been intentional in this area. I talk about love, serve, grow. They are the three core values that drive this thing we call the legacy leader movement. I talk a lot about my faith being an important to me and being having my work honor God and having that be a, you know the central part of everything I do. I tell you my family is a priority, right? Business for me is the third priority in my life. Yes, I want to be successful, but I will never be successful in a way that doesn't honor God. God or doesn't allow me to honor my family. So I will intentionally design a business that helps me honor those things. Now, some of you just heard that and said, yes, amen. That's how I feel. We just connected on a deeper level. You're like, I like what this dude is saying, right? You have to do the same thing. Be bold in what you believe and what you do. Start casting a vision for your team, for your customers. What kind of movement do you want to create? Because the more you can start speaking to those things, people get caught up in it, right? They're like, man, this is different than just a company, right? Think of some of the companies out there that you admire the most. I bet you a lot of those companies are cause-driven, mission-driven companies where they're very clear about what they stand for. It's something bigger than just making for profit. It's for purpose. So what's that going to be for you? And I'm telling you, if you can do these three things in 2020, just start thinking less about the transaction and start thinking more about transformation. Create a world-class experience, right? Make it so hard for people not to get the results they want and watch what that does for your business. Watch how that makes you stand out. So I wanted to share this with all of you today because this is actually something that we, we've, I've personally, in our business, we've been living over the last year. So I've made a lot of these mistakes in the past in our own business, I'll rightfully say. We've spent way more time selling and marketing our programs and our products than we did creating the best product and the best experience in the world. You know, I thought just having great content alone would be enough for people only until I watched over the last couple of years, literally 
thousands and thousands of people join our core products. I knew every single thing they needed was in there, but when they joined, it wasn't a great experience because it wasn't clear. It overwhelmed them. They didn't take action. They didn't get the support they needed and they didn't get the results. And I I found myself scratching my head because I'm like, man, I know I've got literally everything they need in here. Why aren't people winning? Why aren't more people winning? So over the last year, I've become kind of obsessive about this. And you've heard me talk a lot. We have two programs. We have the Legacy Leadership Academy. We have Next Level Leadership. The Legacy Leadership Academy is really the starting point for most of you. It is our leadership certification program. It is where you learn, love, serve, grow. It is where you learn how to be a leader, how to implement systems, how to grow yourself, how to start believing in yourself, right? Over the last year, I've been obsessing over how can we make this program literally a world-class learning experience, the best experience that somebody could possibly find in our profession. And we've made a lot of changes. I've spent 12 months creating what I truly believe to be the greatest program in the world for anybody that is in our profession that truly wants to build a business that someday gives them total freedom in their life, not just financial success, but the time freedom to enjoy what you've created and the peace of mind to actually be able to fall in love with the process and give you the personal freedom to be able to believe in yourself and be yourself and have your business be in total alignment with your most authentic self. This is what we call total freedom. This is what this idea of legacy leadership is all about. And why I am really excited is because next week, at the time you're listening to this, this is getting published at the end, first week of January. Next week, we are, for the first time ever, offering the brand new version of the Legacy Leadership Academy that I've spent the last 12 months creating completely transform this program. We are offering it for the first time ever next week. And on this podcast, I'm going to be teaching you what I believe to be the most important lesson that somebody will learn as a part of this new program. I would argue it may be the most important podcast episode we've ever done on this show because it is literally at the core of every problem that you have. I am going to be teaching you this concept from the new curriculum. And I'm going to be explaining to you some of the things that we've done to change the program. And whether you're a past student that at one point was in LLA but just kind of fell off or whether you're somebody that's been out there that's been thinking about it and considering it, I'm going to make the argument why I think LLA, you literally have to join this program if you want 2021 to be your year. And that just comes from a place personally where I truly do want to see you win. And I truly believe that what we've put together can help you do that. So for whatever that's worth, make sure you tune in next week. The episode will be published on Wednesday, just so you know. And I'm going to be teaching you this life-changing. I can't wait to share this with you. You guys are going to be like, oh my God, I wish I would have known this years ago. I'll be teaching you this life-changing concept. And then I'll be sharing with you some of the details about how LLA has changed, some of the enhancement we've made. I can't wait to share that with you. So with that being said, Thank you so much, everybody, for being here. I hope you got some value out of the episode. I love and appreciate every single one of you for being a part of this community, part of this movement that we are creating in this profession. So, hey, listen, go out there, take to heart what I taught you today, and make sure you tune in to next week's episode. It is going to be so good. So have a great week, everybody. Take care. 